Gaming, I'm back with my tea of the day. Welcome to episode 36. Siente? Yes. Like, let's get into it. It's been, you know, a little over a week since my last one. Definitely go, you know, listen to that one. It was definitely a great episode. A lot of content in there. And this episode is going to be a little different. It's going to be back to us talking about something serious, something hard-hitting, something that needs to be talked about. And I kind of got this topic, I've been, you know, battling with this topic, but I kind of got it from my best friend, where she has a blog, and she wanted me to get into bullying, why are you still here? And I completely picked this topic. And that name was just everything when I came up with it. So, shout out to Sunny. But, let's get into it. Like, bullying, why are you still here? Like, there's there's definitely different forms of bullying. And it happens throughout your whole life, unfortunately. And, like, let's get into, like, some, some definitions of what bullying is. So, bullying is a form of aggressive behavior in which someone intentionally and repeatedly causes another person injury or discomfort. Bullying can take the form of physical contact, words, or more subtle actions. Or, bullying is a distinctive pattern of harming and humiliating others. And I'm quite sure... I can't be the only one to talk about being bullied. And I can't be the first person to talk about bullying someone. Like, it, unfortunately, it goes hands in hands. The victim becomes the bully. The bully becomes the victim. It's a circle that just needs to, you know, not continue to be here. But until we have these conversations and make that change nothing will ever change. And another thing I found very insightful was adults are supposed to equip kids with self-confidence. And with with equipping your kids with self-confidence, then there will be a less likely chance for your kid to get bullied. Supposedly. That's what, you know, that that's what these you know, people say, but just never know, because bullying is just for kids, like, adults get bullied at work, and then that kind of leads into harassment, so let's just get into a little of my story time, of the times I was actually bullied, and how that affected me, and how that impacted me into... Becoming the person I am today, for one. Secondly, so people who are being bullied at this, at this particular moment, whether it is work or school, that you can find the strength to fight back. You can find the strength to know who you are and learn yourself and stop the pattern and have these conversations and get these people some help. But definitely when I was younger, I was like this small little scrawny kid. For the people who know me from way back when, y'all know, it was a struggle. 
but especially like going through middle school and high school, you know, your body's supposed to change, your voice is supposed to get deeper, you're supposed to at least grow a few inches, and none of that really happened for me, and so I was like a kid's lunch me, like a lot of people just bullied me because I was so small, and so because I, I, I guess seemed to be so fragile, because my voice wasn't deep enough, so they just assumed that I was, I guess, a pushover. So, the bullying began. So, it was different names I've I've obtained over the years. So, in middle school, I was called Patrick, because of my, my shape head. I was called Egghead. I was called Faggot. I was called Ugly. These are some of the verbal ones. Or people just hating on me because I was smart. I never understood that. Like, why are you bullying me because I'm smart? You can be smart too. You're just worried about other shit that you're not supposed to be fucking worried about. But nevertheless, then it became the physical aspect. Where... I got bullied by guys and girls. And it just didn't really make a difference. I guess I was just really that quote-unquote soft or that small or that just not intimidating. Or anyone that felt like they can just try me and take my lunch, take candy. I'm going to gradually um, just put hands on me or try to jump me. Yeah, it was these two girls. We're back in middle school who definitely wasn't my first bully, but it was definitely my first girl bully. And that was very different for me because I was like, damn, I'm. How did I get here? How did I get to this place where I'm being bullied by two girls? Like, what's going on with me? Like, how could I get myself to be strong? or more assertive, or more self-confident, or whatever I'm lacking, because there's clearly something I'm lacking. I'm like a deer in headlights, and I just don't know why the fuck this is happening. Especially if you don't speak to your parents or someone about these issues, then it it will continue to happen wherever you go, unfortunately. So, I had the first female duo who was bullied me, who bullied me. And I just several people within my school who just felt the need to show that they was tough. And usually when people show that they're tough, there's something behind that. But when you're young, you don't really think of that. But when they do all the extra stuff, like calling out of your name or just doing the most or talking about you or just being jealous but as the one who's the victim supposedly or the one who's being bullied you don't really look at the big picture of why they might be doing this to you it must be something about you that they must really like but they can't like it they're afraid to like it or they don't understand it or they just they they, they have the need to feel special so by bullying you that would take attention off of you and dim your light to shine theirs. 
but oftentimes I don't think bullies understand that they're not the most liked person. They're not the most liked people. Especially if people know that you're bully, like they might fuck with you, but they're not fuck with you the way you probably want them to fuck with you. Because they know that you're bully. Like even throughout my, my time as a child and trying to go up inside of, you know, the streets. I was bullied there too because, you know, I'm dealing with, you know, people who do street stuff. We're not going to get into the stuff that people did, but yeah. So me being, I guess, a soft-spoken person, non-threatening person, to hang with them, they want to toughen me up. And by toughening me up, that was bullying me. That was me having to fight them every day, every other day, to defend myself because they would just come at me. Just because. And I often just think, thought it was... This is like an initiation into... Really chilling with them and... Having them really feel... Particular way about me. But in hindsight, it's like, no. Y'all just wanted to... Bully me. Y'all just wanted to... Toughen me up. And that doesn't work for people. And what else happened in middle school? Middle school, yeah, middle school was it was definitely a tough, a tough time for me. Where I definitely, at certain points in middle school, I did not want to live because I was bullied so much, especially more verbally than physically. I would say. Until, you know, you start going up. Start, you know, going outside of your comfort zone, outside of your little area. And then that's when the more physical aspects belong. Where people, you know, try to bully you out of your stuff or AKA steal or rob or just cause you feel just cause you're, you know, you're you does not mean that you need to give up your shit because they say so. Because they're trying to bully you. And that's not okay. Why are you stopping me in the street trying to take my headphones? Why are you trying to jump me on this bridge? Why are you going overboard when we're doing a pedal fight, but I am the one being attacked? There's just certain type of stuff that you go on through, that you you go through. In high school. Another story time. So, this aspect, I felt like he was trying to out me. Slash bully me, slash, you know, humiliate me, in a way. So, it was this, this gentleman, and we was in high school. We was in the locker room, changing after our gym class. And this gentleman, in front of all of or, you know, other people decided to say, oh, you're gay and I'm going to prove it. Then he was like, I'm going to grab your dick and I bet you'll like it. And I was completely confused 
confused. Not the fact of me liking it or not liking it. At that particular moment, I was just confused of where you're coming from and why you're doing this in front of all of these people. Because I can easily turn the tables on you. And then that will make me the bully because I will humiliate you. And then I can just easily tell, you know, the girl that she was with at that particular moment. And then just spread it around school that you grabbed my dick. But then in that moment, I was like, that wouldn't make me any better than him. Let me get out of this, this predicament that I find myself in. Oh, another story time in middle school. It was this girl. Like I said, my, my, um, my nickname in middle school for whatever reason was Patrick because of the shape of my head, apparently. And this girl cut on this really annoying me, really disrespecting me, really just going above and beyond to make sure she felt heard and just to make sure that I felt a little. Especially me not having the confidence that I have now, which I built for years. <laughs> so for years I've been bullied, for years I've been disrespected, for years I've just been verbally and physically. And of course some subtle some subtle actions that happen. But I've just in this particular day, she decided to really just keep on antagonizing me till I flipped. And I apologized to her after it happened. And in hindsight, it was just like I was just over it. I was tired of the harassment, of the bullying. That I felt like this is my only way out. So unfortunately, I end up hitting her, and I don't condone that, but it's a part of my life, and it's a part of my story, and it happened. And I was just so enraged and just so bent out of shape that I couldn't stop myself. And I, I just remember that so distinctly, why I couldn't stop myself. And then, I would say within high school, I guess I sort of became a bully, but not really a bully. Not completely a bully, but of course everyone talks about everyone. So me, you know, saying what I said about certain people didn't help them build themselves up. So, I can also take the blame for that. And then, this bullying and calling, you know, sexual gestures or calling people out of their name. It's bullying. And it's, it's, this makes no sense to me when you don't know yourself but yet you're attacking me 
how does that work? Because your parents didn't do what they were supposed to do for you? But then when does it change? Because if we're bullying people at work and harassing people at work and making people feel like they can't wear their type of natural hair that they want to wear, who the fuck are you? That's a, that's a form of discrimination. That's a form of harassment. That's a form of bullying. So you're going to intimidate me to wear what you want me to wear or to act the way you want me to act at work. How is that being me? How is that being what I can bring to the table? You want me to bring how you want me to bring what I have at the table. And we're not going to play these type of games. So, another story time. Definitely when a guy called me out of my name. And this was my 22nd birthday. And it was in a lounge. And this gentleman was dancing or trying to dance with my friend. And then, of course, I'm always just being me. So he felt like a way that I guess I was gay. And I was around a bunch of women. And then when the club was closing, he decided to call me a faggot for no reason. I did nothing to this man but have fun and live my best life. But you wanted to call me out of my name. And at the particular moment, I was, I was, you know, definitely feeling, feeling great. And I decided to just pop up in the mouth. Because it comes, it comes a time where you have to then stop being the victim and fight back. Unfortunately, that's not what you're going to read in a lot of these books or anything like that. But for certain situations at all, certain situations can be talked out. Certain situations you'll be a snitch after you find out that you were being bullied and then you've decided to tell, but now you come back to school and you're a snitch for telling on that person who was bullying you. I never understood that. But with this situation, yeah. So we got into a fight in the club because he decided to discriminate me, discriminate against me and humiliate me and verbally, and you know, use verbal, sexual or verbal slurs. And it comes to a time where, at times, you have to fight back. Not saying all the time you have to fight back, but at certain points, you have to fight back. And I'm quite sure everyone noticed this whole story that came out recently about this this gentleman who's a little person who, I guess, pretended to act like he was nine years old because of his height and said that he was being picked on about his height. But with my thing is, why are we playing games with this? I didn't really go that deep into the story because I personally didn't really care, didn't really feel connected to the story. But I think that whether he's a little person or whether he is a child, there's no reason to bully him or make remarks and belittle him about his height. But then for him, there's no reason for you to act like you are this and you are not that. Unfortunately, if you are 
a, a little person, then absolutely you have the you have the right to still feel upset, but don't act like you're a kid and you're not a kid. You're a grown ass man. Just like when people bully or make fun of the ugly people or the ugly girls or the ugly guys or the big people or the people with disabilities like this is still a thing and why is this still a thing why are you still here why haven't you left when I kicked you out the first time why are you still revisiting and and wreaking a habit in people's lives is it because we're not doing our part in changing that stigma changing that scope of, of work are we just not connecting that deeply to want to change ourselves for ourselves so then if there's no more if there's no bullies it is no one being bullied so once we change that aspect of that that fragment of a person then the bar will, will definitely be a better place but it comes within so if you feel like you're not being heard as a person so now you want to reflect pain on someone else or you feel like you're being bullied at home from your siblings so now you want to bully someone else or you're just not who you want to be and you're upset because someone else is once you once you do your homework and you really figure all that aspects out of why you feel like you need to bully why you feel like you need to say that to that person why you feel like you need to be a cyber bully and just talking about people randomly to random people who you don't even know who you're never gonna see but when they tell you to pull up you don't pull up because you just twitter or you just you just have extremely great typing hands but that's about it i don't understand that like you need to live for yourself you need to understand yourself you need to grow as a person and with doing that then you won't have all these feelings of and of feeling small or inferior to anyone else. You can be the smallest person. But that does not mean that you get to be bullied or tossed around or talked to how you want to because you, you're you so small. Or you're so sport, so spoken, soft-spoken, like me. A lot of people keep on asking me to repeat myself or blah, blah, blah. Like, my voice is soft, yes, but don't act like I don't have a voice. I have a voice, so you will hear it. Like, we have to do better. We have to really get rid of bullying and harassment and discrimination and just being unkind to each other. Especially unkind to ourselves. We don't even know how we bully ourselves. How we make ourselves do certain things that we would probably never normally do. But just because we want to fit in or because we don't, we still don't know who we are and our parents haven't taught us who we are. We still don't have the tools to be the best person that we are supposed to be. But then we can't always continue to blame our parents. We would then have to blame ourselves because at a certain point you have to take responsibility for yourself. So you can take, you can give your parents the responsibility to for your actions as a child but once you turn a certain age and I would like to say that age is at least 21 I want to say a little early than that but 
I'll just say the legal age to drink, 21, then you have to start taking responsibility for yourself. Whether it's you getting yourself help, you really taking the time to learn who the fuck you are, or just really just enjoying your presence. Whatever that might look like for you. This was your tea of the day. Thank you for listening to episode 36 again. If you haven't listened to 35, listen to that. That was a great episode. And the ones before that, of course. Please listen. Please let a friend know. Let them listen. And let's let's turn up. Like, let's really make this a thing like it's been. And if you would like to join me on my page, please inbox me. I, I will not mind that. Hit my Facebook up at Akeem Holder. And just let me know what y'all think on this episode and what y'all want me to talk about. And let's get into some things. All right. Laters. Thank you.